The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. And this is Hard Shoulder with Anton in for Kieran. Uh, Keir Starmer, the Labour Party leader in the UK, has said that if Labour gets into government, they're going to make kids brush their teeth in school and they're going to get teachers to supervise kids brushing their teeth in school. And begs the question, is this a good plan? Should we look at doing something simple, similar? With us is um, Caroline Robbins, who is dentist at Kiwi Dental and Carlo, past president of the Irish Dental Association. Afternoon, Caroline. Hey, Anton. How are you doing? I'm good. What do you think of this notion of serried ranks of primary school children brushing their teeth in front of the teacher? Uh, we would actually think it's probably a, a very good one. Um, you know, oral disease affects uh, three and a half billion people worldwide um, and it's also the most preventable disease in the world. So, um, you know, it's entirely preventable. It's so prevalent and we've seen that toothbrushing and diet advice can almost entirely eliminate it. So, um Something similar has been run in Scotland. It's called Child Smile. It was a tooth decay prevention scheme. Um, it was implemented in nursery schools and some targeted schools in Scotland. Um, now, it was expensive to implement. No, there's no two ways about it. But it proved to be much cheaper than send, uh, to send nurses in to help with toothbrushing in the schools than actually extract teeth. And in the 10 years that that pilot had been running, since it was first um, run, it has halved the cost of treating uh, dental problems in five-year-olds. So the Irish Dental Association has actually argued itself and it's, um, we put forward our own alternative oral health policy and um, we would support the implementation of such a scheme. So, you know, yeah, we are, if you do it, you do, you do see, see results. But what it does show is it takes time, it takes effort and a, a need to be consistent with continuing on with it. We've had such things done before here schemes where such as called lift the lip where um, you know health nurses were taught how to lift babies' lips to look for problems but um, unfortunately it was quite expensive the, the government at the time decided it, it wasn't it was expensive and it, it got stopped so the benefit of it is lost of course the big difference between of course us and the UK is the UK doesn't have um, ubiquitous fluoridation in their water the way that we do would they not be better as a public health measure just taking that simple step and providing fluoridated water we'd probably be having another conversation on, an, on another day with regards to, you know, the feelings about fluoride and, you know, and the population and free will and things along those lines. Yes, it is without doubt, you know, as a dentist, I definitely do see the benefits of fluoride. You know, I work in a town and I treat children from the town and I treat children from the country and I can pick my country children because they often are coming from well water that doesn't have fluoride in it and I would see often could see a higher decay level coming through the doors in these particular children. So, yeah, I mean, yes, that is an argument as well, but certainly while perhaps an expensive implementation, you know, they are seeing results and as I said at the beginning, dental disease is so preventable and simple things as toothbrushing and diet advice can almost entirely eliminate it. It's just interesting on the fluoride thing because Public Health England did a study and it said that um, you get a 17% reduction in um, tooth decay among kids if you moved fluoridation, but you get a 20 plus percent, I think 25% reduction among kids in areas of social deprivation because the, the advantage to um, fluoridation is that it goes across all, even in situations where there may not be scope for the kind of parental support or school support that Keir Starmer uh, now wants. It seems a strange policy to put on teachers what they could do as a, a straight public health measure. Yes, and I guess, you know, that is the other side of the argument. I mean, 
talking and doing are two different very two different things. I mean, they and it seems and would be of benefit, but obviously the implementation is a completely different kettle of fish. But we would, you know, we would see, you know, I see it every day, and I come through the door, especially with younger children, you know, brushing kids' teeth, kids' teeth. It's tricky, you know. They could need good manipulation, and really, when they're small, they need the help. And so, I suppose sometimes we're getting, you know, I have children coming in, and I'm seeing parents are busy, you know, we're all time strapped, and you know, they're not getting in and being able to do it themselves because they physically can't do it. You know, I, we would say, and I would always recommend to parents, children actually need help cleaning their teeth until they can tie their own shoelace well. That's not until they're about eight or nine years of age. So they need that help. So I guess putting that, implementing that, having their teeth brushed at least in the morning on a every single day, regular basis, for at least five days a week, would actually, you know, it would be beneficial. But I do understand where you're coming from, implementation, the costs, and, you know, and obviously have teachers agreeing, or how do we implement that? you know, that would take a lot more further study. And when you see decay in uh, small kids, is it, when you then ask about the, the causes, is it lack of toothbrushing? Is it diet? Is it genes? It's, uh, it's not, it's not genes. I'm going to really, I'm going to be really controversial when I say there's no such thing as soft teeth. Um, there are very, very few tooth conditions where teeth are soft. There are some, but very minimal it is, there's not a predisposition with some people, no. there's not a genetic predisposition towards cavity or decay more with and, some than others, no? N- n- no, no. It is, and very few, and they're very, very few examples, but it is, it is diet, it is frequency of consumption, and it is tooth cleaning. You know, a lot of parents might come in and say, well, you know, they're just baby teeth. Well, they are just baby teeth, but these baby teeth, you know, they have a very important role. And if a child then has decay in their mouth, the percentage of bad bacteria that causes decay becomes very high. So it puts, you know, everything else at risk. So it is, it's about education. And I would even go further than that and say that I would like, would like to see when parents go in with their babies, when to their, you know, the district health nurse, a dentist or an allied health professional that can be trained up in that, that you're sitting down with parents at that point in time explaining to them why it's not advisable to put babies to bed with a bottle of milk, why the demand breastfeeding, while beneficial from a health point of view, is actually incredibly damaging to their teeth. Damage that you don't see immediately, but when they're like four and five years of age. You know, it's those bits of information, teaching parents how to read the, you know, the food guide on the back of, of, of things they buy so they can learn how much sugars and things. These little things would pay off in spades. But often parents come in and when I say this to them, they go, I never knew that before. So prevention is key. And it's really, you know, trying to get it, at, you know, as soon as we can, because at the end of the day, while a hugely, you know, endemic disease around the world, we can prevent it. Final thing before I let you go, Carolyn, an awful lot of texts coming in that are summarised by this one that says, can you give any suggestions as to how to encourage kids to brush their teeth? Yeah, I can. Like, okay, so I try to make it a team team event. Um, For children that need help, um, and this is the smallies, um, from, say, until they can tie their shoelace well. So from, you know, preschool through to, what, third, fourth class? get them to do it, make them, let them get in there and do and let them be a part of it. But then this is a really good trick and I did this with my kids and I tell all my patients this. Once you've cleaned your children's teeth, let them put a little tiny bit more toothpaste on the toothbrush 
go into the bedroom, lie them flat on your on their bed, turn on the bedside lamp, and get them lying flat. Then you can see. Because if you think about when you kids come in to see me or you come in to see me, what am I doing to you? I'm lying you flat on a in a chair and I'm looking over you down into your mouth. It's a much better view. Parents, you know, you're trying to go from behind or you're squatting down in front. It's really hard to see in there. Lie the kitties flat on the bed, a little bit more toothpaste, and go in there yourself and give them just a good little clean around. You know, it can even be a face cloth. It's You've just got to be persistent, 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 persistent. They will get used to it. And then you can either take in a little plastic cup and they can spit because we don't recommend a rinse afterwards. We just want to leave that little coating of toothpaste on the teeth because it's really protective. But I tell you, honestly, it's a game changer. You can see the teeth, the light is there, and also parents can start seeing things and then they can see when like the adult teeth, when they're six and their first molars come in, Parents are actually able to spot that. They can see them coming in. They're getting used to the children's environment. Make it a team event. Make it fun. Brush to to a song. You know, there's all sorts of things. But really, honestly, lying them flat and looking in, it will just change the entire way parents clean their children's teeth. Caroline, thank you very much. That is Dr. Caroline Robbins from, of course, the uh, Kiwi Dental in Carlow and past president of the Irish Dental Association. Now, we have another brilliant... The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.